This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, we're popped over here back at the Michael Bush Library, which is becoming one of my favorite little podcast spots here. But we are speaking with Natanya Levioff again, who is the race director for the Travis Mannion Foundation's 9-11 Heroes Run. How are you again? I am well and just really excited to be back with you and on this podcast to talk about this amazing event. Well, the run is September 18th, 2022 at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, which is where it sort of has to be, and uh, 2 p.m., and this year is like, we were trying to, before we started recording, we were trying to think like the 13th, 14th, 14th year, year for Annapolis. Annapolis uh, is the second oldest run in the series. It started in Doylestown in 2008. So Annapolis launched in 2009. Right. So if you count 2009, then I think we're at 14. If you right. don't, then it's 13. Yeah. Right? So. Numbers. Numbers. It's math. math. It's, it's math. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Very hard. But, well, I'll, I'll tell you, I know last year you did the race. The year before, you didn't. Well, you did. You did the virtual thing. But last year was real. So how did that come out? I mean, we haven't talked since then. But, I mean, was that a success as far as the number of people that registered and ran? We were delighted uh, with how last year went. Uh, it actually, it, it also goes to show you that when you don't have your full event every single year, it can actually take you a little bit to get back into the swing of oh, it. Sure. Oh, This is how this all rolls when we're actually with a thousand people and all this stuff going on. And so, uh, but we really couldn't have been happier with the turnout last year, which was the 20th anniversary of September 11th. And we had uh, a survivor from the Pentagon who was our speaker that day, Admiral Weatherold. I remember, and remember that, yeah. Just such an incredibly powerful story, one that he hadn't told uh, except once before. And so we were honored that he decided, uh, sure. we were the reason he decided to share it again and just couldn't have been more thankful uh, for that level of, of just authenticity and, and remembrance and, and why it was that we, we all gathered, not just that day, but for this run every single year. Sure. Well, I mean, and this is this year is actually you were saying the fifteenth year of the anniversary of Travis's death. Yeah. So here we go with another big anniversary. Really big uh, anniversary, and so this obviously hits close to home here in Annapolis, is the home of the United States Naval Academy, where Travis went to school. It's the reason the foundation was started. Right. Uh, so just a lot of ties uh, to this particular anniversary year for us. Right. Well, get, refresh us. Who was Travis? You know, Travis Mannion is the, the namesake of the foundation, established by his mother and sister. Is that right? Mother, fa the family, really. Okay. But his mother was, was the driving force, Janet. So Travis was a 2004 graduate of the Naval Academy. He was a Navy wrestler, which is how I knew him as the announcer of the team. And uh, it was on his second tour of duty. He went uh, into the Marine Corps following in his father's footsteps, who's a retired colonel. And it was his second tour of duty uh, in 2007 uh, in Iraq, where he was taken out by a sniper after rescuing his entire team. So of that mm. entire team uh, that he let out that day for patrol, uh, he was the only one who didn't come home. And he saved uh, every single life. Uh, of his team, so was yeah. awarded the Silver Star posthumously and, and, and other other things. Um, the Marine Corps down at uh, Base Quantico has a hall named after him. 
so Mannion Hall uh, is a special place there uh, down at Quantico. And, and so the foundation was started by his, his family to honor his legacy of service and leading from the front and most importantly, uh, living a life of character and what, what that actually means. Well, and that, uh, yeah, I've heard the story many times and it, it, it always, it, it, it puts a knot in your chest. It really does. And I mean, you know, he's the, the man behind the, uh, if not me, then who? That's right. That's right. Whole story with with that. They uh, actually, he had just gotten home from visiting Rescue One in New York City. Uh, and as he was going around the tour of that firehouse, that was the the firehouse for FDNY where only all the members went out and hardly anyone came back right. on 9-11. And somehow he uh, he showed up with uh, a buddy and, and managed to get a tour Uh and the uh, one of the the firemen there uh, at the time was a, a retired Marine, so they had the Marine Corps in common. And something that Travis came back with after that visit uh, was just really being blown away by the fact that the the all the staff that day that he met at that firehouse were thanking him for his service. And he was really only about a year and a half, two years in to being a Marine. They sent him home with a hat that he gave to his dad, said, hold on to this for me. And his brother-in-law, they went out to the Eagles game uh, right before he went for that second and what would be final deployment and festive festive game uh, for all of you who follow pro football. Right. We all know how Philadelphia can be, especially when the New York Giants are in town. So uh, Not quite as bad as when the Cowboys are in town. but that's <laughs> I think that's probably anybody's <laughs> reaction. No, 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 no offense to our Dallas Cowboys fans, but uh, as a Philly girl, it's just the way it rolls. Uh, anyway, you can imagine festive atmosphere. The Eagles pull out the win against the Giants. Um, and as they're leaving... Uh, they, they come to a staircase, uh, to head down and, uh, his brother-in-law looks at him and says, Hey, Trav, what would, what would happen if, you know, I kind of pushed you down and you, you broke a, an L, you know, an arm or a leg, you, you wouldn't have to go back. And it just was really weighing on his brother, even though they were in this fun atmosphere, his brother-in-law that mm-hmm. Travis was leaving again very quickly after coming right. back from his first deployment. Uh, and in the middle of this festive Eagles win uh, and people leaving. Uh, Travis got very serious and and stopped and and looked at his brother-in-law and and said, if I don't go, someone less trained, less aware of the situation, less prepared uh, would be the one to go. If not me, then who? Wow. And then that's how the tagline came to be for the foundation. Unreal. Well, the race is a... um is it a 10K, 5K? 5K. 5K. 5K, and we also have a one-mile family fun run, right. walk. And, you and can you've also, got this thing called a go-ruck. We have a thing called a go-ruck. <laughs> and what's, what's, what, what is a go-ruck? So go-ruck uh, is another uh, organization with is that a Marine thing? partner. It's a veteran-started organization, and, and all across the military, regardless of what service you're in, uh, part of things you may have to do is is get around with huge backpacks on on your back, and so the veterans that started Go Ruck took that uh, scenario and decided to create a whole community 
so it's kind of a fitness thing, uh, but based all around uh, this notion of rucking and with weights and, and things of that nature. And, and you can be as much or as little in uh, this as you want, but you put a backpack on your back and uh, put some weight in it based on what the requirements are. And you, uh, you get walking or running or jogging or however, uh, whatever level you want, you want to be at. And, and so you go for it. And you go for it. You betcha. It was funny one time, and I don't know whether they still do it. I presume they have. I haven't been in a couple of years, but at uh, sea trials at the end of the plebe year for, uh, you know, the, the Naval Academy. Yeah. I was watching them one time when they had to do run into the, uh, I guess, the obstacle course and whatnot. And they had to pick up a pack and, and go. And I happened to notice that some people were picking them up and they were just like down the like little rockets running across the field. And there's others that are just like, oh, my God. And I, and I asked one of the uh, detailers, you know, one of the yeah. detailers. And he says, yeah, he says, says about half of them have varying degrees of weights in them. But as soon as they touch it, it's theirs. He says, so, you know, they can't pick it up. So, I mean, you, you might have this little small female mid. You know, or any small all, mid. All, all right? of a sudden, well, yeah, or you know, yeah, pick just, up like this seventy-five pound backpack, and, and they're still. And you've got the three hundred pound, you know, <laughs> pick you up this empty a thing, and, one, right? <laughs> and off, off they go. And I, I said, "Man, you guys stink, man. That's horrible." But uh, you know, it was it was very interesting. All part of plebe summer. <laughs> you know, it is. It is. It's it's my my, my favorite. My, well, we're getting way off topic, but my no, favorite time was in uh, during I Day one time, and they were. Back when it was a little bit more rough than it is now, they're a kinder, gentler eye day now. But <laughs> um, they were yelling at them. Say, you must say, good morning, ma'am, or good morning, sort of whoever passes by you. It doesn't matter. And, and, and these guys, you know, they've got the deer in the headlights. They're like, what, you know, was this the worst mistake in my life or what? And uh, finally, they got a little bit of a uh, respite and they're waiting. I, I don't know whether it's medical or get something or other, but they're all lined up in the hallway. Their sacks are down at their feet and they've got their reef points up and they're just reading it very quietly. Uh, nobody's passing, so they're not, good morning, ma'am, good morning, sir, or anything like this. And um, there was a celebrity that was doing something at the um, academy, and all of a sudden, Jimmy Buffett walks out of the room and walks down the hallway, and all of a sudden, he's like, good morning, sir, good morning, sir. <laughs> and this one kid that was next to me was like, and this look on his face was like, is this real life? I mean, what is this some kind of a crazy dream? That, you know, I've been yelled at all morning and next thing you know, I'm saying good morning to Jimmy Buffett who, <laughs> who's walking down this. I mean, I mean, it sounds sounds like I, you know, there was something I didn't put in the, um, the, 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 the dispose of your drugs bin <laughs> or something, you know. On, on the way, it's uh, well. It's, you never know who you're going to run into at the, at the Naval oh, that, Academy. That is for sure. That is for sure. Well, the 911 here, the 911 Heroes Run, is not just here in Annapolis. The first one started up in Pennsylvania, right in Doyle. Correct, where where Travis grew up. Um, mm-hmm. And now, now they're all over the country. I know that you can go to travismanion.org, and uh, if you happen to be. In, and are they always around September 11th-ish? They're in and around September 11th-ish. Uh, I mean, there's scheduling issues. There's and, scheduling issues. There's little things called hurricane season down south. Right. So so my my peers who are race directors down south are always uh, c- crossing their fingers uh, during August and se- or se- during September <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to, to hopefully pull off their their events. Uh, and not only do we have them on, on the ground here in the States, but we've had them run uh, all across the globe. They, they're run in bases from Bahrain to England. Uh, we've had them run on the decks of aircraft carriers. 
Uh, so just, and we also have a virtual option. So if there isn't a physical race uh, near you, or if you can't make the one that is in your area that day, you can still sign up, do it on your own, get your t-shirt, get your, right. get your swag bag, get your number, uh, and still take off and grab a group of folks and, and be involved with it. So it's just, and that was partially born out of, out of the COVID experience sure. and we've kept it. And it's just been a phenomenal way to still involve a lot of people. There, there, every now and then there's a good thing that comes out of that pandemic for sure. For sure. Sure. <laughs> um, so, so if you are not in Annapolis or around, you just go in again, travismanion.org, pop in your zip code and it'll tell you one that's nearby. And most of them are open to the public. I mean, you said Absolutely. aircraft carriers All and stuff them. like that. I mean, that's obviously a military only type right, of thing. Right, right. Um, and the ones that are probably on, on bases are, are military only, but most of them are open to the public there. Correct. But it is a fundraiser. And uh, I mean, what does the Travis Manion Foundation do with all these funds? I mean, where do they, how do they support, you know, the you know, our, our enlisted and our veterans and. Yeah. So the foundation really has three main threads, uh, in terms of the work that we do. Uh, we work with veterans, uh, in, in a combination of ways, both from a leadership development perspective and a transition perspective. And how do you still stay connected to a community? That's one of the biggest things that we have found in studies uh, that are published all over the place in terms of what is one of the biggest feelings of loss that veterans have as they transition out of the military and is that loss of community and sense of purpose. Uh, so part of the work that we do is to engage with the veteran community to ensure that they stay connected and a part of their new community since they're no longer in the military. Uh, we work with families of the fallen, uh, providing them opportunities to come together and not only uh, heal from the trauma they've experienced as a family, but to do so together with other families who've experienced something similar and take that pain and that loss uh, and turn it into a living memorial to, to their loved one. And so they, they do expeditions all around uh, the world and, and they leave behind whether they build someone a home uh, or help, for example, go down to Puerto Rico uh, and, and help after the hurricane that happened there a couple of years ago. There's some kind of service project in nature where they can leave the stamp of their loved one on a community that was in need. Uh, and so the bonding that you see among our, our fallen our fallen families and Gold Star families, not just spouses and brothers and sisters, but our young Gold Star members as well, our youth, uh, who we have special expeditions for. That's another thread uh, right. for the organization. Uh, and then youth all across the country and this notion of character, which is one of the main reasons that this foundation exists in Travis's memory. And it's uh, providing this notion uh, that character does matter. That is the name of the program, CDM. And our veterans and families of the fallen are trained to go out and provide uh, presentations, leadership course series to our young people all across the country to develop and deepen the character traits um, with respect to doing what's right, even when no one is looking. And, well, and so steals. that work is just all just such amazing to Stop. steal a line from Jaws, you're going to need a bigger boat because, boy, I tell you, we could, prob we could probably <laughs> probably use an awful lot more character in this in this country right about now. So, uh, that, so that, is this the part where I say that all opinions and, and all statements by, made no, by no, 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 on your podcast no, you is just, me? You, you, just, you just take take that <laughs> take that for what take that for what it is. 
take that for what it is. I, I mean, obviously, you think you need you think the Travis Mannion Foundation feels that instilling As, character on people is, is a good thing. It's a good I, thing, I and and especially in our youth who are the up and coming, right, new leaders of 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 our country, of our military, of our business world. I mean, sure. you can name any any area anywhere, and 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 to be involved in in bringing up leaders of character starting at that youth age is, is an incredibly powerful thing to be a part of. Right. Well, how much does it cost to run? I mean, so we actually just, uh, we just had a price increase. So I think we're at 35 for inflation. right now. Welcome to inflation. Right. Uh, and then if you sign up on run day itself, it'll be $40, uh, okay. to take part in the 5k, uh, whether you ruck it or, or actually ruck is I think $5 more than a run. So a little, little more there. Uh, and then our one mile courses more dollars, are right more around pain. 30 you more know, dollars, more pain. Hey, you know, <laughs> get out there and try and get that medal. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, you know, you're, you've obviously you, you collect money from the runners and how many people are we expecting? I mean, I know, I know you said we're sort of recovering from COVID yeah. and got that whole COVID hangover, but I mean, would you guess? So I can tell you what our goal is, and we're launching okay. uh, this campaign on Monday, and we're calling it 1500 for Travis. Okay. And because this is the 15th anniversary of him being killed in action, uh, we are challenging the community to help us hit 1500 participants. Is that honor unique to you, Travis. or is that 1500 uh, for all of them? It's unique or? to us. Uh, every single race has a different person who serves as the volunteer race director and has a, a group of volunteers who serve as the so you're committee. So you're not, you're not getting all the entrance fees to, uh, to, to uh, go, no. out, go out for dinner afterwards or something? <laughs> no, that's not the way this works <laughs> at all. We all have day jobs. <laughs> and then we do this uh, af afterwards or before, uh, as the case sure. might be. So uh, this is something that Annapolis has decided to do. It's possible some of my, my peers will pick it up and, and do it for themselves uh, as well. But so we're calling it 1500 for Travis. And, and that's the goal that we have for the number of folks that we will see uh, on our courses on run day. September 18th? September 1500, 18th. 1,500 maniacs out running around <laughs> at 5K outside of the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And you don't have to run that too. I mean, you can walk no, that. You, I you mean, can you can bring the kids with the strollers. Strollers and the, and the pups on the one mile is what we prefer okay. just because of the hot pavement. And But our dog... Looking out for the looking pups. Looking out to look out for the puppies. That's, that's big. Uh, so yeah, strollers welcome. Dogs welcome on the one mile. You can actually walk our 5K course. We just have a 60-minute time limit. That's 3.2 miles. That's easy enough. Uh, so easy enough to do, and we're just... Uh, what is the course? So we are half in the stadium, thanks to the Naval Academy Athletic Association. They give us this incredible home each and every year. And then we are also half in the Admiral Heights neighborhood, who's supported us since our first run. And they they turn out on their lawns, and, and they, they help cheer as our runners are coming through. They'll do their own hoses and water arcs to try to help cool folks off, even though we have water stations uh, throughout the course. So the support from the Admiral Heights community is is just wonderful to see each and every year. And each and every year, our runners uh, talk about the How support cool the from the neighborhood. You bet. They don't like my course too much sometimes. There's some nice little challenging inclines is what I call them. Uh, but uh, it's it's for a, a good cause, and it's for remembering and honoring. And and I'm okay with our course being a little a little bit difficult, a little bit difficult for it's folks. A to very be small honest. sacrifice, exactly. In comparison, that's for sure. Exactly. And um, 
No, and parking is at the Naval Academy. And, parking and they, is at the and they always charge, Academy. So yep, sure ten dollars a car. Uh, so there is there is that. And then you also have sponsors too. I mean, I, I saw that you have uh, Annapolis Cars is doing it. And I mean, yeah. they uh, you're hard pressed to turn around to find out uh, find an event that they're not involved in in some way. I mean, they're such a great local company with, um, you know, with, they've got the, what, the Volvo, the, um, Volvo, Genesis, Subaru, Hyundai. Yeah. They've, they've been with us since, since day one. And, uh, we, we can't speak highly enough about Michelle and her team. Uh, and we've now extended that partnership for the last five years. They donate, uh, their, their registrations and they pick up the tab for additional registrations for one of our other partners, athletes serving athletes uh, that provides an opportunity for people with, with physical extreme physical or, or, or mental disabilities to have a team around them be put in a special kind of uh, chair and, and get to do a run with experienced runners who are helping. I've, push got, a, them. I've got a friend of mine that does um, that and pushes, you know, and, and they get to experience what it is to be a runner, even though they physically are unable to do so. And it's those kinds of community connections uh, that we really look to help facilitate. Annapolis does a good job of inclusivity for folks that, you know, would otherwise be excluded. I mean, are you familiar with CRAB, uh, Chesapeake Regional Accessible Voting? No, actually. They're they're building a, a, a new accessible voting center, but it is an organization to take uh, disabled people sailing. It's very simple. And, uh, you know, they've got specialized boats, which have specialized seats to, you know, to strap people in and everything else. They have one boat where a quadriplegic can go out sailing. Now, they go with, obviously, with people that, you know, not on their own. And it's, uh, you know, they jokingly call a sailboat a blowboat. Literally, this is. There is a mouthpiece, and you put it in your mouth, and you look left or you look right to work the tiller. You inhale or you exhale to move the sail in or out. And I'm thinking, you know, what a world do we live in that that we have the capability to give, you know, what normally would be an impossibility. And this town does it well. I think they really are very inclusive. That makes you very proud. It's so special to see those kinds of things. USAA uh, Mm -hmm. also is a longtime sponsor of ours, and they now turn their uh, a bunch of their registrations over to Team RWB, Red, White, and Blue here in Annapolis, uh, which is a veterans-based group that utilizes running right. uh, as a way to keep veterans connected and healthy and, and all of those good things. And Team RWB is, is our sweeper crew. They make sure no one's left behind, so we can't thank uh, Team RWB Annapolis enough. And then, of course, USAA for providing uh, those registrations uh, sure. so they can just sign up. So lots of really neat, neat partnerships. And Teresa Beckman, uh, who's now with Northrop Realty, uh, both of her sons serve in the military, and she's also been a longtime uh, partner of ours who donates some of her, her her registrations as well. So we have folks who are giving to us so we can put on this incredible event for the community, and yet they're also turning around and giving back at the same time. And, and it's, it's just an incredibly special well. event to be a part of. And yeah, it works out great. It does. Well, travismanion.org is the website that you want to go to. You want to register for that. Save a couple of bucks. Do it early online as opposed to probably making Tanya's life a little bit easier. A little bit easier without uh, the walk-ups. <laughs> but um, a great event. I mean, it's not it's not the, the fanciest race. It's not the, the cool over the Bay Bridge type of a thing. <laughs> right. Um, but you know what? It's one that'll get you deep. 
Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll. And that's really the whole purpose. So I, I think what makes us so unique uh, on the Annapolis Run calendar, uh, not only being the only afternoon run you will ever find on the calendar. Good uh, point. Only one. Only one. I've been told that many times. <laughs> Uh, but the but the real purpose of this event is to bring the community out uh, in in honor of and to remember those uh, who gave all and lost their life, not just on 9-11, but in all of the events that have happened since. And we just happen to have a run as a component of this event. And so, uh, you know, we that that's how we kind of spin what this event's all about. It's really about the community coming out to honor and remember. That will work. Well, TravisManion.org. Put in your zip code if you're not local here, but we'll see you on September 18th, 2 p.m. at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. You want to get there probably a little bit early. What, what do you? Yeah, so registration on uh, on-site packet pickup and registration, just in case you happen to forget and decide to call an audible and come that day, uh, opens at 11 o'clock. We also have an incredible partner pavilion with lots of folks out. We've got a canine demo from the Anne Arundel County Police Department. We've got fire trucks. Uh, the Marines are coming out with their pull-up bar. The Navy's coming out with a a sandbag kind of activity. So lots of folks from the community. Starbucks is back uh, to help with keeping us all hydrated with those fabulous refreshers that are cold and caffeine all at the same time. Uh, So lots of of neat folks uh, will be out and about. Uh, And you can come on and learn about lots of different organizations and, and get something good to drink and eat and Get a couple pull-ups in and challenge a Marine. So uh, it's, it's a good time. So 11 o'clock is when everything gets underway and then opening ceremonies at 1.30-ish. And then we will kick off right around uh, 2 o'clock. Or the courses will kick off. Fantastic. Natanya, thank you so much for your time again. Congratulations on your what did you say, your 10th year of running the race director? My 10th year uh, overall and my, my fifth or sixth uh, as, as race director. So is and it like second nature to you? Can you do this in your sleep? Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, so, and this is, uh, that's uh, actually a really good reason. One of the reasons why uh, it's time for me to pass the baton. So this will be my final year oh. uh, in the seat as, as race director. I, I think uh, there's a very good foundation here. I happen to be a builder by nature, uh, but I think it's time to turn, turn this event over uh, to, to a new generation. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to, to seeing uh, somebody step up and, and take on what's really an event of, of the heart. I'll still be involved with the foundation locally, uh, but in terms of this event in particular, it's, it's, it's time to, to hand it off to a new pair of hands. So, Well, you make sure I get their name. Because, Absolutely. Uh, they it, will it, be it sitting in this seat next it year. It wouldn't be late August unless, <laughs> unless we sat down and spoke about the 9-11 Heroes run. So. Absolutely. But congratulations. Thank you so much. And good luck with the race. Thanks so much. We'll look forward to seeing everybody on Sunday, September 18th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.